live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 18th. 2020 strong hand unconfiscatable fitting in is overrated offended by selling personal responsibility is the new counterculture conviction deferral of gratification golden age all right hello my elite friends just type in your questions in the chat i'll see them eventually try to get my attention etc etc uh i want you all to check out this week in bitcoin we had a great show, Brecky Von Bitcoin, Stefan Levera, David Bennett. It's linked to below. Follow me on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. You can watch my old shows, DisruptMeister.com. Some of my old shows. All right, you're enjoying this backup channel here, aren't you? You guys got conviction. If you're on the podcast, you're like, nothing's changed at all. SportsMeister.com, the audio version of this show. Okay. And, of course, there was an extra show today on the channel, uh, the Simon Dixon interview. A few of you had already seen it before. It's uh, Just check out DisruptMeister.com, link to below. All right. And I want to stress, if you want to see me outside being defiant on the streets of Los Angeles, that show is linked to below directly. It says, like, Adam on the streets of L.A. or something. It's entertaining. If, if you can't go outside, I'll go outside for you. And, ba- and you should go outside, though. But baby, you know, every day I'm going outside. And so I'm walking on the streets of LA, all right? And I've mentioned this before. I'm walking on the sidewalks or I'm running on the sidewalk. And you see a guy, he's got his mask on. He's got his lady with him. She's got his mask on. And he's bigger than me. He's like, (laughs) and they jump off the sidewalk. They, they, They run away when they see you coming without your mask on. So, and... He does this right in front of his lady. And this is your Midtown moment, I guess, your red pill moment for, for the people uh, who, who want it. All right. So you're a guy, you're following all the rules. You're being completely compliant. You're, you're not even staying with your lady sometimes. You, you know, you're not married. You're, 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 you're quarantining yourself a lot. You just go out to help her to go shopping, right? You only help her to go shopping. Uh, you, you pick out her food for her so she doesn't have to touch the food. And then you wear the mask and you walk back to her house with her and you drop off the food and, and, and then you leave. So, I mean, I, I just want you to think, all, all of you compliant guys out there, well, who does the lady prefer? Because we also, we got, we had Scott Adams out there. I can't, I haven't even watched Scott Adams for a couple of days now. I don't think I'm going to watch him anymore. He's a 62 year old man and he, he's got a woman who has a man, has children by another man. Uh, and she's half his age, at least half, half his age. But they can't stay together during this period uh, be- because uh, she's friends with a medical person and she could bring the disease home to him. So she's staying at another house, okay, for like a month. So what do you think she's doing? What do you think she's doing? I mean, that's an extreme example right there, okay? But I'm trying to bring it down to reality to you because you know, you know, she's getting, she's with another man, obviously, at, at this point. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be loyal to my 62-year-old man who has to hide in his house. Sure, sure. She, she's already got men by another uh, children by another man. Uh, no, she's not gonna be loyal. Even, even he's got all the money in the world. She she obviously is an impulsive person. She she can't go without that kind of uh, 
pleasuring for a, a month. So yeah, no doubt about it. But I want to bring it home to you. So what does who does she prefer? The old man who follows all the rules. Well, I'll just uh, stay away from you because I don't want to get sick. Or, or does she want the guy who just doesn't care, who's not going to follow what the government tells him to do? Okay. So going back to the example, you know, you're you're the guy. I, I'm just I'm speaking out to you dudes out there. If, if you're the guy who jumps off the sidewalk for me running, okay, in front of your lady, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm worried for you, dude. I'm worried for you, dude, because she – what's going to happen – because I don't value my wealth in women. You know I value my wealth in Bitcoin. But there are plenty of guys out there who don't care what the government says, okay? And they are, they're young guys. They're real young. They might be younger than you, dude. And some 25-year-old guy, he doesn't care what the government – he's not wearing a mask. He's not, he's not, he's following, he's not following any rules. So what happens when he sees your lady and he values his wife, his life, his wealth in women? What's going to happen? Is she going to be like, well, I, I like my man who jumps off the sidewalk when he sees Adam Meister and the, and he wears his pretty little mask and everything. Or do I like this 25 year old guy who doesn't give a darn about the, with the government, who, who doesn't comply, who's defiant. Think about this. Think about it. I, I mean, I'm just, there's a lot of dudes out there that value their wealth in women. Okay. And you know that's your choice. That's your choice. But if that's the thing that's most valuable to you, all right, I'm just trying to bring it down to earth to you to give you a reason not to be a freaking compliant slave anymore, okay? Your woman doesn't want a slave, okay? And you're a slave, even though she's telling you, oh, you, you got to wear the mask. Don't get, no, all right? She doesn't want you to, to really wear the mask. She wants you to take charge of the situation. You're being a freaking slave, all right? And the 25-year-old dude who doesn't give a darn, be it uh, – Chad or Tyrone or whoever is going to take your lady from you, all right? But hey, the, the bigger point, you shouldn't be buying your wealth in the, in the ladies anyway. But I know a lot of you dudes are out there, and I'm trying to bring it down to the coronavirus level. This is a woman wants a brave man. She doesn't want some dude who's a slave who's going to jump off the sidewalk while wearing his mask when a skinny runner comes running by, okay? And if you don't think this happens, if you don't think there are guys out there, big guys out there, six foot two guys out there with their women who jump off the sidewalk when, 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 a, when a, even when another, when a, anyone walks by without a mask, go walk outside, go see, go see. I mean, in, in a big city, at least in a big city, as I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles right now. So there's going to be a lot of those soy big dudes, just you know, people who want to be compliant and want to fit in. Fitting in is overrated. You're going to lose your woman. If, if you're fitting in, okay? You've got a really gr big chance of losing your woman if you're trying to fit in uh, in this wild, in, in this situation, all right? So you, you think you got to worry about taking your, uh, taking your COVID test in nine months, dude, you, you better be worrying about DNA tests in nine months, okay? When your woman magically has a kid and you're like, what, was I with her nine months ago exactly on this date? Don't be worried about a COVID test in nine months if you're one of these dudes that's wearing a, a, a mask. Worry about the DNA test because this probably isn't yours. Pound that like button. All right. All right. I think I, uh, I, think I covered that subject uh, pretty well there. Even tied Scott Adams into it. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the ladies and how they might be making money during this. Uh, because there's some women in Las Vegas who have been deprived of their uh, – of how they make money. It's, uh, it's, it's quite, uh, quite unfortunate. All right. We got some dudes in the chat there. Scott Adams is a Bill Gates apologist. Oh, you – yeah, I couldn't watch that show today. He, he actually I – I don't even know what he said about Bill Gates. He, he – you know, Bill Gates does some 
I mean, he's a wealthy, he, he, he produced the big company and everything. But yeah, Scott Adams has his issues. I did not, well, I can't, I'm sorry. Dude, you actually watched it. So I give you credit. I give you credit. You watched the one where he really started uh, getting down on his knees to uh, to Bill Gates, apparently. I, I didn't, I stopped watching. That, what was it, two or three days ago now? But okay, continuing on with the show. Show must go on. Uh, where, where are my notes here? Yeah, again, watch This Week in Bitcoin. It, it was always great to have Stefan Libera. Oh, man, he was telling us about the CUCKs in Australia and New Zealand. A lot of sheep in New Zealand following, uh, following their uh, lady in char- who's in charge of them. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let us see. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, so I'm walking on the streets today. Today was not a run day. It was Shabbat. And I find this, I found an orange on the ground. Look at this, dudes. I found an orange. So am I going to die now that I found a, 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 I washed it off when I got home. This is a real orange. I'm going to eat it tomorrow. So it's, it symbolizes something. I mean, it symbolizes a lot, uh, a lot of different things that, you know, people are scared of everything on the streets. They, they, there are people if I told them I'm going to eat this thing tomorrow, they think I'm I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to get some disease or something. I mean, it's a, it's an orange. You know, it's got thick skin. You wash it. It's, it's fine. But it shows you that people are living in an illusion of scarcity. Okay, I see people lined up to get into the supermarkets all hours. Okay, they're trying to get so much food, and they are conforming to the herd. And they are in panic mode. They think we're living in the end of time, scarcity all around. You step outside of that herd, like I am, in the Bitcoin overlay, and you see things differently. Look, did I have to pay for this thing? It was just people have so much. They're still tossing it out, okay? People are scared. There's still abundance all around. You can get free food if you want to get free food. They're waiting. Uh, I just showed you one way, okay? So people live in an illusion of scarcity. This is so, so extrapolate this, extrapolate this. Okay. Again, don't conform to the herd and you will see abundance and opportunity everywhere. That's the, that's the big point I'm trying to make here because the herd is in a scarcity, tie yourself down, stay in your house mentality. Okay. If you don't join them, you see the great abundance, the great opportunity that is out there still, that this is the freaking golden age, okay? You will be able to find your way. You will be able to find your food. You will be able to find your money, okay? Uh, just don't follow the herd. Fitting in is uh, quite overrated. And, yeah, so this little orange represents a lot to me. All right, and it will be eaten. Now, uh, I think it's not the first time I found food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I called it in another show. I found apples on the uh, on, a, on a bench on a, the bus the bus stop bench. Yeah, whatever, do what you're gonna do. You should wash it off. It's fine. It's better than better than standing in. A, oh my god, seeing those people in the Trader Joe's line on on La Brea. What's that? La Brea and Third. La Brea and Third. I mean, it's around the block almost. They're wearing their masks. They're six feet apart. They are pathetic. Uh, I don't want to generalize. Okay. I mean, so they, they are definitely compliant. They're definitely compliant. All right. Don't want to be mean. Pound that like button. Now, 
you know, someone brought up Bill Gates before. And I, of course, I like that Bill Gates created, he's a, he's a smart man. He created an incredible company. He brought trillions in value to this world over his lifetime. And another man who has done that is Jeff Bezos. And there's an article out there, Jeff, what if Jeff Bezos tries to acquire the struggling post office, postal service? And it's like a, you're supposed to be scared. You're supposed to be scared. No, 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 no. I am happy. Please, Jeff Bezos, buy the, buy, and now the, it, it would be a little bit more complicated uh, because the, the post office is pretty much uh, ingrained in the, I mean, it, it's, it's part of law. I mean, it, it would be hard to get rid of the post office to privatize it, but there are ways, there, there are ways. But, but theoretically, if the dude could just buy the post office, if it was just easy as him giving billions of dollars to buy the post office from the United States, he would run it so much better. It wouldn't be the post office. Anymore. It would be something different. Okay. It, I love it. I love the idea. I love, but people are like, oh, it's so scary. How could we, pro-? the sacred post office, which it, I mean, it continually needs, obviously needs to be subsidized constantly. It, it's run horribly. The people working there are, are mostly lazy and uh, just not very productive individuals. Uh, aren't even individuals. They're, they're, they're part of the herd. Okay. Jeff Bezos would love this, would love, would, would do such a great job at the post office. So to me, that's not a scary article. It's, it's uh, linked to below, but it triggers a lot of people. It triggers a lot of people uh, because people are jealous of Jeff Bezos. They want, don't want him to become wealthier. Now you do have to understand some of these billionaires out there and like Bill Gates, they're like, well, let's keep, let's get, let's keep the uh, quarantine going. You know, for as long as possible, a year, whatever they say, they can say that. So they know it benefits them. I mean, maybe they think it's going to help. I don't know. But you drill down some it, keeping the quarantine, keeping, keeping the lockdown going. It benefits him. It, it benefits wealthier guys because the smaller competition can't survive. The big competition, they can survive for a really long time without customers and on their on their brand alone, okay? So guys, and, and of course, I mean, I, I haven't heard what Jeff Bezos' opinion of all this is, but think about what his bread and butter business is. I mean, it's, it's deliveries and stuff. So that hasn't been stopped at all. People are stuck in their house. They're using Amazon more than ever. So I, I would think he would also, now I'm not gonna put words into Jeff Bezos' mouth, um, but I would think Jeff Bezos would love for this thing to keep going. Everyone's stuck at home buying his movies and buying using his Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. All the brick and mortar is being destroyed. This is a, this is a dream for some, someone like him. Now, I, I don't know what he's saying about this. I don't. And I still, and if he does say it should continue, I disagree with him strongly. Uh, but I still think he should buy the post office. All right. Now, now, uh, but, but I mean, uh, he's, 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 a bad, he's a wrong, he's very wrong if he thinks uh, this, this thing should continue. It should end right now. And we're going to tell you in a second about how you can protest this. And well, CNN had this headline. I mean, they, they want to start brainwashing your kids pretty young. And a lot of people fall for this. Do you have students stuck at home? Help them understand what's going on in the world with CNN 10's daily newscast. Oh my God. And you know, people are falling for it. They're like, well, my kid's stuck at home and might as well let them watch CNN. They'll, they'll get educated that way. Oh God. Almighty. And I got to hand it to CNN. They, they try to start them young, I guess. I, I hope no one's falling for that. That watches this show at least. 
All right, be a, be a freaking unique beast. Eat the orange, baby. Now, uh, human, human who is a MGTOW, a, a, well, he's on, I mean, whatever he, yeah, he's a man that's gone his own way. Yes, he's a man that has gone his own, a, a smart man down in Australia. He's got a great new video out there. And he talks about continual preparation and never any action. That is not a way to live. I like that. You're continually prepping for something. You're hoarding planning. You're like, you're making all these plans, all these plans. It's as if you're hoarding your plans. <laughs> he has a very interesting way of saying it. And it's great to be prepared. It's great to have ideas. But there comes a time you have to be a, a human doing, right? Yeah, you, uh, you have to act. It has to be action. It's You have to live, okay? So isolation does not equal individuality. Individuality is a verb. Now, I know it's not really a verb, but think of individuality as being a verb. To be an individual, you got to do stuff, man. You got you to be doing stuff. Now, again, an individual can lock himself up and, and, and be a recluse. That's, that's, an, that's a form of being an individual, but come on, dude. You got to be yeah, – there's got to be action. Action. That's life. Life is action, people. Life is action. Now, I, I understand, but isolation does not equal true individuality or actionable or living individuality. You're not fully alive if you are isolated. Another reason that this uh, this quarantine is is really terrible for people's uh, mental health because it, it is making people totally isolated and uh, it is taking away a form of their productive individuality that what they used to do at their office it's gone okay or at their uh, their restaurant or whatever has been shut down it is totally gone so watch this uh, human video link to below it's inspiring out there. For the guys, for the ladies, for anyone. Continual preparation and never any action. Not, not a way to live. I love it. Pound that like button. Be, be in motion. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's my life. All right. So, okay. Here's something from the great market picker. He, he, again, Carl Denver, every day there's a new article. This is where you should be getting your information about the virus. But someone had a, left a comment. I have to read the comment, okay? What is so amazing is all the people who never question anything and like lambs to the slaughter gave into tyranny without so much a peep. In fact, went along with all of it gleefully and even to, point, even to the point of snitching on their neighbors. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good point there. People did not question this narrative so many people blindly followed it like lambs to the slaughter to a point where they were gleeful and willing to snitch on their neighbors and it just shows this darker weak side of humanity uh, of just wanting to conform being part of the herd and where that leads you and why you have to just try your hardest to be a, an individual an, an actionable individual okay and it shows you how the Nazis pulled it off easily, how they pulled off with it, the horrors that they did because people blindly listened. People didn't protest. The government says to do this. The government says this is right. We can't speak up against this. And uh, 
even the victims of the Nazis were not speaking up. We're not. We're not rebelling. When when uh, I mean, it, it lands to the slaughter. It's uh, it, it's horrible how how people just belief in, in in authority. This blind belief in authority. It's uh, it's very scary. It's, it's uh, and, you, and you've seen what it ha what happens here. So again, this is why I admire the people who uh, who who speak who speak up against this and, and, and take a stand. I mean, it. <laughs> People don't know uh, how far sociopathic leaders can go until they go that far, and then they don't even believe it when it's right in front of their eyes. When you're about to walk into it, it is that scary that people of the past, when they were about to walk into the chambers, they they didn't believe. They still didn't believe it. They still didn't believe it. You, you got <laughs> you got you got to believe it, guys. You you, you got to believe it that uh, there's there's bad people out there that want to do bad things, that want to take advantage of certain situations. Do not blindly follow. Think for your freaking self. Okay. So again, I want, I talked about this on a, I think on my last show. Uh, I just want to go over for all the people that think something bad happens to you when you go outside during the coronavirus. Like let, let's go over the scenario. Okay. So I go outside. So what's the worst that can happen? I can catch something, right? But you know, I'm healthy. So what, what you, you don't care if I catch something, right? So, but you're scared that I'm going to spread it to somebody else, that I must have something. If I go outside, I'm going to spread something to someone, okay? And then they might get sick and then they might die. And so I, it'll, I then supposedly I will be at fault because I, I was just going about my life. And, uh, but because, so you have a kid, right? A lot of you guys have kids. Did you ever go to the mall with your kid when he had a cold and he was sneezing? And he was touching stuff and whatever. Or maybe you were sick one day and you went to the mall. I mean, you knew you were sick, but you had to go out. You had to do something. You had to go to the supermarket, blah, 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 blah. All right. Well, I mean, and then a few days later, you were really sick or your kid was really, really sick. But then you guys got over it and you forgot about it. But you you went outside, though, at, at one point. You were at the mall. I mean, so some old person could have been at the mall and, and caught your nasty flu that you had. And they could have died. I mean, did you ever think about that? I mean, that's life. That's life. This is life now also, okay? So, I mean, just think about it. If, if you're trying to shame people for going out, well, you've gone out. You've spread disease before. You might have even led to someone's death. Your kid might have led to someone's death because you let your kid out. That's life. That's life, all right? We take risks every day when we go out. Um, at this point in, in the virus, in the knowledge of the virus, Everybody knows who's susceptible to it, okay? If you're already sick, if you're already weak, if you're very old, and it might not even debate, it, it, it's, I say very old, when you are old, you tend to have these comorbidities, okay? You, you do have other issues, okay? You're much more likely. But America is so out of shape that when Americans are in their 30s and 40s, uh, God forbid, they, they have diabetes and all these things that make them more susceptible, okay? So- it's not like a healthy person going out. It's not, they should be living their lives. Why should they be worried about someone who stuffed their faces for years and years and years? I didn't make someone stuff their face for years and years and years and make them susceptible, not just to coronavirus, but susceptible to anything. When you're unhealthy or unhealthy, you're going to be more susceptible to any disease out there. Okay. So just, for all the people that are trying to shame people for going outside, uh, just just 
you know, why are you doing, think of, drill down, why are you doing this? Why are you saying it? I mean, does it make you happier? Because if you think about it, you, you've done the, the exact same thing. It's, it's called life. It's, it's called living your life. Okay. We all, we take, we all take chances every day and everything that we do and everybody should be, uh, at this point with this virus, uh, you know, evaluating what, what their chances are of getting it. And if they got it, what's it really, what's it really mean to get this virus? And I've been saying this from the very beginning. Most of the time, it means absolutely nothing. You don't even know you have it. All right. So then you have to, well, am I already a sickly person? Well, then, you know, what's the, what are the risks at that point? If you're a sickly person already, maybe you should get yourself healthy. Uh, maybe you shouldn't, you should wash your hands and maybe you should wear a mask when you're outside. Uh, you shouldn't be going around hugging people. You shouldn't be going to the dance club. But there should sure, there still should be uh, still should still be dance clubs out there. What's wrong with a bunch of twenty three year olds going to the club and grinding against each other, et cetera, et cetera, at, at, at one in the morning and drinking and barfing? <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with that? What's that? Is that's not going to make some fifty uh, five year old morbidly obese person get a disease unless they choose to go into that venue? Okay, and that's their choice. If they want to go to the club and be fifty five years old and morbidly obese with the twenty three year olds. That's their choice. But hey, it, it, there is a new disease out there that apparently you, you might die if you get it. Uh, the, the chances of dying from it when you're morbidly obese are a little bit higher than if you got the regular flu. Apparently, apparently so. But you don't shut down the whole economy for that. And you don't like shame people for going out. And I, again, I must say, I've seen more and more people are definitely going out on the streets of LA now, okay? And being defiant. I've definitely seen some underground synagogue services. I can tell. Um, I see people hanging out in the park with their dogs, just sitting around. There are more people walking on the street. And there are people wearing their mask and everything. More people driving around. And you see on the internet in different states, like Michigan, like North Carolina, even in the, in, in the beach down uh, uh, the beach. I was at, near Long Beach. What's that beach? I actually was there back in February. Um, there's a protest there too. So keep on protesting people. There is going to be a protest in Wisconsin on the 24th at the Capitol in Madison. That is linked to below if you're in Wisconsin and uh, Huntington beach down in Huntington beach. They had a, they had a, and it's just so funny to see all the sheep and uh, all of them just try on Twitter. Bootlickers try to vilify the people and say that everyone's going to die because of them. It's it's unbelievable the paranoia, and uh, I mean it's political for them too. It's for some people. Some people realize it's it's no threat at all. They just think, well, their team's going to win if the uh, if the panic continues. If if the if everyone stays shut in, their their political team is going to win. Their guy is going to be able to become president. Their form of socialism is going to be. They're never going to have to work again. They're going to be able to smoke weed all day and get a check from the government. So, I mean, I think a lot of people who are screaming about, you know, everyone's going to die. You need to be compliant. They want to bring on, you know, it, it's for their own benefit. They, they know it's not this serious. I don't I don't see how anyone can see uh, can think that for regular people, this is a, a serious situation because it's not a serious situation. If you're old and you've got core, I mean, if you're sick, yeah, it's uh, but when you're sick, you've already put yourself in the position where so many so many everyday things are very serious situations. All right. Let me uh, quickly uh, 
check back over here to see if there were any questions. All right, we got people, we got people talking. Web Cities is in the house from Seattle. Good to see that. I can't wait to return to Seattle when things are. Uh, South Africa is in the house. JC, baby. You know, I was talking to Lorian uh, Gamaroff uh, in South Africa. And I got to say, you know, we don't agree on the Bitcoin thing uh, anymore. We used to, but he went his own, own way with that. But we do agree with everyone becoming a compliant bootlicker here, that so many people have become compliant. Um, so I don't let people's uh, preference of cryptocurrency get in the way of listen, listening to them when they have a rational, sound opinion about this uh, government bootlicking situation that, that's going on. People just giving up all their rights or lots of their rights because the government uh, said you should be scared. So Lauren Gamerop, he, he is not scared. I, I will uh, I will say that. So uh, JC, I know you're you're cool down there in uh, in South Africa. And you're a dude, you're a proactive dude, JC, who uh, I, I don't know if you saw this coming, but you got yourself healthy. You got yourself healthy over time. And uh, so you don't have to worry about uh, some of the things that you might have had to uh, worry about back in the day. All right. And that, that's very commendable because, guys, there is a day after tomorrow. There's a day after today. Um, just because you might, you know, might be in a hole right now, you can dig yourself out of a hole. You can become just start your life today, man. Start your, your fasting today. Start your uh, uh, eating healthy stuff today and getting off the processed food today. It's just, it's just a matter of choice. Uh, it's long-term thinking. Some people are impulsive. They live for the day. Uh, and in the law and in the long run, they get caught up in these situations where they're unhealthy and, uh, living for the day makes them put, puts them in a panic prison. Now like, Ooh, ooh oh, the whole world has to shut down in order for me to continue my lifestyle. Ooh. It's not that simple, dude. All right. Now, where are we going? Where are we going with this darn thing? Let me get back to my, uh, my notes. All right. Sportsmeister.com. Everybody listen to this podcast. We talked about the great human. We talked about what happens when you go outside. Dude, I love going outside. And, and these states, I know Texas is getting closer to ending this thing. So, uh, I mean, you, you can feel it in the air. Uh, soon, uh, some states will be very much close to back to normal. Uh, pe people are seeing that this is, you know, we we're supposed to flatten the curve so uh, there wouldn't be, you know, any hospital issues, okay? And there definitely have not been anything close to hospital issues, hospitals being filled in most of the United States. Now, New York City might be a little bit different, but they can do things differently in New York if they want to, okay? It's, it's gotten to a point, it's ridiculous. Let, let everybody uh, be personally responsible for, for themselves, take their own chances, that the hospitals are not overloaded. They're not going to get overloaded in most of the country, most of the world. And so they move the goalpost and say, no, we have to make sure no one gets the virus. But that's that's impossible. That's impossible. People are going to get it. So many. I can't wait to find out how many people have already had it because we're going to see so many more people have had it than you think have had it because there's just no sign. People just don't have any signs of it. And thus <laughs> – all, all everything that we've done has been pointless. All right, so guys, keep on, keep on being proud. Keep on remember, no revenge, no scapegoating, no resentment. I see a lot of people scapegoating still out there.
Come on, dudes. Don't be frustrated. I know it, you can be frustrated, but be productive. Stop the scapegoating. Scapegoating is wasteful. It is not productive. Um, you take responsibility, personal responsibilities in your counterculture. You change your life, dudes. All right. Now, Yaron Brook, the first part of his video uh, linked to below is good, okay? Because the second part, he scapegoats Trump a lot. He really does scapegoat Trump, all right? Um, he's, he admits he hates Trump. Okay, you hate Trump, but, you know, don't – you going off blaming Trump for everything gets people down the wrong path, uh, takes them away from personal responsibility and liberty. But something that he does point out here, in, environmentalists are going to use this virus to push their agenda, okay? Um they're, they're going to say, well, global warming is, is much more important than a that, – that, that, that's a longer time span than just a, a virus. A virus can – that will come and go, and there will be more of them. And look, you did this huge bailout just for a virus. How about for global warming? They're going to say you did government intervention this time. Why not do government intervention for global warming or, or whatever uh, environmentalist uh, might – I mean, and there are some – genuinely, you know, good people who care about the environment. I, I understand that. There's nothing wrong with caring about the environment. If you care about the, I mean, Yaron Brook, what he says, if people care about the environment, they should buy the environment. They should buy nature preserves. They should buy animals and, and you know, and, and, and plants and whatever. Create their own uh, private place where no one can mess with their environment, okay? Uh, but but his, his bigger point is that, you know, you, you, we've set the, the ball rolling here with this virus thing that uh, there are going to be a lot of people with a lot of issues that are going to want their uh, piece of the government pie. And they're going to point back to this and say, well, you know, you you made a big deal out of this. You, you got to make a big deal on my issue. And they'll be able to push that agenda. They'll be able to scare people. People will be more uh, prone to be scared now of uh, concepts that are hard to grasp because they're in the future and they, they're they based on fancy models. You know, people are gonna, the world's gonna end in 12 years. You can make a model that says that. Everybody fell for the model that said there were gonna be millions and millions of deaths and there weren't millions and millions of deaths. So yeah, this is, uh, some of the people pushing the virus scare now are only pushing it so they can push their future scare, whatever that may be. Um, be it global warming or whatever. So be aware of that. It's a good video. The first half of it is good. It's linked to below. Now, uh, yes, yeah, so I talked about the, the protest the 24th of April in Wisconsin, in Madison, Wisconsin. I, I've never been to Madison. I've only been <laughs> – I was only in Wisconsin for like when I was in uh, Minnesota. When I was in Minneapolis, I made sure to drive into Wisconsin to say I was in Wisconsin. So I was like in Wisconsin like for half an hour or something like that. Because I had never been to Wisconsin. It was very strange. It's it's a state that's got a big, big, Milwaukee's a big city. Madison's a pretty big city. Green Bay is not, well, people go there for, you know what, for football. Um, but uh, I had never been to Wisconsin before, but it, it was one of the last states I've, yeah, now I've been to every state now. That was one of the last uh, I've been to. I think I've been in every. Yeah, yeah. I basically, if you count airports, I've been in every state. Uh, anyway, yeah, because I've never driven through Alabama. I've been to an airport in Alabama, I think. It's, uh, it's blurry now. Moving on. Most important thing is I've been to Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, uh, Alaska, Hawaii. Some of the harder ones to get to. Uh, Montana, Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota. 
All right, enough, Wyoming. I've been there. Now, what do we have here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're at the end of the show. That, that's why I didn't know where we were. Uh, this is the grown-up part of the show. So if you're a kid, please, uh, yeah, walk, walk away now. We're going to talk about cam girls here. So I was thinking earlier, I don't know if it was today, uh, it, I was reading an article, but the mayor of Las Vegas wants Las Vegas to open again. And I agree with her. Okay. It's ridiculous. They, they, now, I don't like gambling. I don't like what they do, all the disgusting things they do, but people should be free to do all that stuff again. Lots of that whole town is enter, entertainment is shut down. All right. Um, and it's pathetic. But what do all the women that used to work at the strip bars, what, what have they been doing? I thought, oh my God, my Lord. And what and how are strip bars going to open again? I was thinking, like you know, that the whole thing you get you get your lap dance that's one on one. You know, they're touching you and everything. Now I know um, most of the men that go to these things, they probably they're not going to be scared, but there might be some lingering government regulation uh, when when places open up. But you got to be ten feet away, you are six feet away, or one foot. You know, that doesn't work at a strip bar. That doesn't work at a strip bar at all. All right. So I did think like these ladies. This is how they make their money. Um, and some guys really like to be entertained that way. What are they? And I just didn't think because I'm not into this stuff too much. But Cernovich has this uh, tweet out there. It says, cam girls can barely keep up with the quarantine demand. There you go. Little did I know when all these dudes are stuck at their houses, they're going online. They're paying these cam girls to do who knows what. Now, of course, they can't touch them. But you've already had some of these low-life cam girls out there. They, they just collect money from guys who just talk to them. They're guys that are so blue-pilled, that are such C-U-C-Ks. They give money to women just to, to like say their name, to, to a hot woman in a bikini to say their name. Now, of course, some of this cam girl stuff is obviously very, you know, triple X type of stuff because if the guys aren't going to the strip bar, they, they, need, something, they need something pretty hard for to take the place of that. So there you go. I, I guess there are a lot of women in Las Vegas that used to just uh, – you know, they used to dance and now they've had to take it to a whole new level. Um, I mean, what this is the this is the path they've gone down in life in life. I don't encourage people to go down that path. There are other ways to be productive. Use your head. Um, because if you if you were stuck in that world of you know, relying your income was relying, you know, you were relying on just dancing and, and touching guys and you weren't weren't actually participating in any sexual activity. Then okay, you did, but now all of a sudden you can't. You got to take it to a whole new level online and do gross things you probably didn't plan on doing in the first place. So that's why you know, you know you say to yourself, well, you know, I'm just dancing. Well, if if, if a disaster happens, then what are you going to do? There's no more just dancing. There's like cam girl, really gross stuff. Now I hope I hope for those girls who were just dancing before that they can find some suckers out there that'll just give them, you know, $25 to talk to them. Maybe their lives will get a little bit better, but I doubt it because there's a lot more competition. Obviously, now they've all run to be online, and so there's a lot more competition, so you've got to take it to a whole new gross type of level. Okay, dudes, that's just another reason not to value your wealth in women, <laughs> and that's something for the ladies um, to remember that your looks are fleeting and that you should – um, set yourself up in a situation where you don't have to rely on your looks your entire life, where you have a long-term plan uh, to do things that are productive uh, in, in a different matter, manner. All right. All right. There you go. But hey, I'm not stopping anyone from doing what they're doing out there, okay? 
Um, I'm not going to say, oh, their strip joints shouldn't be open. They're killing people because the disease is spreading. Heck no. Go do what you're going to do, okay? Um, you're, you're only, you're only uh, hurting yourself, <laughs> all right, uh, in, in, in whatever way you choose at those establishments, be it with alcohol or uh, other things. All right. Where we go here? All right. We got people. All right, dudes. Very good. Very good. That is it. I will see you guys tomorrow because there is a new show here every single day. So pound that like button, dude. Check out the archives, disruptmeister.com. It was a great this week in Bitcoin. I'm a disrupt meister, the Bitcoin meister. You know it, baby. Uh, I will say hi to you dudes in the chat in a second. And sportsmeister.com, if you want to listen to the show, see you later Sunday. Bye-bye.